welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. All right. So, I have a topic that you have been dying to do. Warlock. <laughs> okay, I've seen a lot of conversations about this lately. Yep. So, what is it about this term that just gets your goat? Here's what gets my goat, all right? Warlock means Oathbreaker. I've heard a lot of arguments of it does and it doesn't. My problem is, for those who are arguing it doesn't, you've got to think of what in the world it is that we're really arguing about. We're not arguing about the word itself. I'm flat out telling you, people believe that it means Oathbreaker. So, therefore, it does. And it meant that first. Now, how in the world do you go from Oathbreaker to male witches beyond me. Unless you're just trying to say all male witches are oathbreakers. Right. Which I don't believe by any extent of the imagination. Male witches are referred to as witches. Well, I, I believe it. I know we've had this conversation in, amongst you and me and with a couple of other people. But the term warlock as a male witch has come about through pop culture. Right. It came through pop culture and over and over again. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they started using it because they thought it sounded cool. Maybe. But pop culture has, has made it a thing. Uh, yeah. And that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. All right. But here's what in the world we're really debating is the idea behind this word. If we get rid of the word, we're also, I think, to a certain extent, getting rid of the idea, the concept behind this. And the concept behind this is keep your word. And the reason we stress this so much is we want people to think before speaking. When we speak without thinking, that's when we get ourselves in the majority of trouble. Yeah. Somebody asking you to do something, you take a minute and you go, hmm, can I do it? Come hell or high water, if you know tomorrow my hot water, blo- hot water heater blows up. And I got to take care of that, but I promise such and such I got to move. This is not an excuse not to give your word and to skip out on everybody. <laughs> right. Or anything like that. My point there is, yes, you have to think about what. I know a lot of people who are bad about I'll call you right back. And then don't. And then two weeks later, they still haven't called you back. Like the other day, I had somebody tell me, I'll call you back shortly. Uh-huh. And as a Southerner, shortly, to me, means probably at least within the hour. Right. And then it was two, three hours later that I hear back from this person. That's not shortly to me. No. And see, and then we have this also this whole entire problem on top of all this is when we talk about keeping your word and oath breakers, especially when we use the word oath breaker. Because that's what a lot of people want to try to change from warlock to just calling people oath breakers. Okay. But there's a problem with this. Most people think an oath is, do you solemnly swell to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God. Right. That's an oath. Oh, the president getting inaugurated and all this, that's an oath. The people going into the military, they take an oath. So we're only talking about these type of situations. We're not talking about the situations of 
sometime during the day, you're looking at your kids going, yeah, yeah, we'll have milkshakes, and then it's 10 o'clock at night, and you want to go to bed and don't want the kids hyped up, but you're not thinking about the fact is that you told them you would. But that's not breaking an oath because I didn't put my hand on a Bible or swear before anything else. Right, but it is an oath because those kids took it as, you said it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then it didn't happen. And then and it didn't happen. what are you doing to those kids? That's chipping away at their trust that what you say is true. I mean, and I'm going to go down this road, all right? When you're sitting there and you're casting a spell and you set out a list of things that you would like this entity to do in exchange for you giving them life force energy daily and you don't do it, this makes you a warlock. It makes you an oath breaker because you gave your word. You said, I will do this, and then you didn't. Right. And here comes the problem. How can we trust you on anything else? How do we trust you to teach? How do we trust you when you show the fact that you have no morals or ethics whatsoever? But yet we want to get rid of this word where we can look at this person and go, this person is a warlock. They can't keep the word. They can't tell the truth. And they need to be banished. There needs to be some repercussion in doing this so the community at large won't do it. Am I making sense there? Uh, yeah, I mean, we need to get to a point where there are repercussions for our actions. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand. Hey, you, you promised to do something, and on your way to do it, you get into a car wreck. Nobody's going to hold that against you. But right. people think that's you breaking your No, that was you were in an accident. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Sometimes good things happen to bad people. It happens. You know, we're not ignoring this. Right. You know, it's the whole entire saying that we have to keep in the back of our head. If your ox falls into a ditch on Sunday, <laughs> get your ox out. If your ox falls in a ditch every Sunday, either kill, kill the, the ox, ox or, or fill, fill in, in the, the damn ditch. <laughs> the idea here and the purpose of all this is craft fixes problems. We don't extend them. There's no reason to have yet another spell or have to do yet another spell or have to do another ritual or have to do. You fix the problem. Right. You do what you say you are going to do. If you don't, the community needs to shun you. Right. We have bad people doing bad things in the community and they need to be shunned. So then... Because this is not a question of their practices. It's a question of their ethics and morals. Right. If you can't keep your word, why should the community trust you? When it's obvious that you're lying about being a part of a tradition that you're not, you need to stop. You probably need to make a video and go, hey, guess what? I'm not a traditionalist. I've been lying to y'all. I am sorry. I'm really just some Wiccan. What's wrong with this concept? Why is the community fighting this so much? What's so hard about keeping your word that we have to completely destroy a word going, oh, no, 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 it's a bad thing. Why, is it a bad thing to call liars out? When did that happen? I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of things in today's culture that I just, I'm wondering when and how did that happen, but... 
Okay, first of all, the lack of witches not standing up against this going no and walking away from it and walking away from these people doing this astounds me. How many people keep on following these people over and over again? I'm sorry, Taya Kennedy is the perfect example. She is a warlock. She's done this crap. I've proven it over and over again. I'll even put the links to the information on here to the video I'm talking about. She did it herself. If you want to believe in backlash, her getting accused or being a warlock is the backlash. Yeah. Because you broke your word. Yes, this could all be because you broke your word and that demon now is coming after you because you lied. But no, we didn't think about that. We didn't think about the injustice that she's done to something else. I mean, we just did a segment on justice and all that. And right. Where's the justice? Where's the repercussions? Where's our standards? I mean, I'm asking the community at large, what are you going to stand up for? Where's your line? Where are you going to finally be, no, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. I'm not going to put up with this or that. I want to stand up for this. No, I believe keeping your word is part of craft and all this, and no, I won't stand for it anymore. But I'll keep on listening to her because I like her. Or, you know, I'm going to keep on listening to this person because I like them, even though I know they're an immoral person. I don't get it. Is it just me or? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, there's there's been some people who I initially followed and and liked stuff that they were doing and then somewhere down the line it was just like okay you went somewhere right you you've gone somewhere where it's it's no longer relevant and we're not talking about places where angels are feared to tread it's just oh god no. we're talking about places that nobody's feared to tread and nobody cares right <laughs> but you know, and, and and then I just have to re-examine everything that they've said, everything that they've done, everything they've posted, and it comes down to, yeah, I can't support this anymore. But the fact is, is that we don't have people teaching in the community. We don't have a lot of high priests and priestesses and people of authority out there teaching this, sitting there going, "No, you got to keep your work. You got to do your daily meditations." Well, I think they're out there. I just. I don't think we they're, have. They're not as popular right. as the ones that go, nah, do whatever in the world you want. You want to be a slacker, be a slacker. Right. No, you're absolutely right. It's completely unjust that you cannot reach a state of nirvana sitting on your damn couch watching 90210. Yes, that is completely unfair. It's completely unfair to go around thinking, oh, no, it's all right to blame everything on karma. God forbid, that's just like the Christians blaming everything on the devil. Right. Nobody's taking responsibility. Right. Again, where is the responsibility? And if we continue, if we continue to throw around and try to quote unquote reclaim the word warlock to mean male witch, which it never meant male witch. But anyway, if people are trying to reclaim it and use it for this purpose, then are we really making it okay to no, be an oathbreaker? Yeah, I think that's what exactly what in the world. By destroying this, we're making it okay to be an oathbreaker. It's all right to lie to people. It's all right to sit there and tell people whatever in the world they want. I'm sorry, this is like the problem we had back 
when Lord Men made this temple and some of the other temples were starting to do what in the world they were doing because you would show up for classes. There'd be like 10 people in there. They'd tell everybody to go home after you've spent time mm-hmm. to show up and do what you're supposed to. Send everybody else home, leave some girl and some and the high priest and some neophyte girl going to do special classes with one another. Right. We all know what in the world, and we've fought for years to get rid of that. And we've had to use the keep the word, the warlocks, and stuff like that. We've had to use this to bring up those standards. And now I've seen where in the world we get slacker, and it's allowing these standards to drop. We got priests and priestesses doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. Going out and teaching, and them themselves are unethical and unmoral and doing things wrong. They're allowing people to speak evil of their good in the whole nine yards. Right. But then on the other hand, can you blame them? Because now they're just sitting there in the community, don't do nothing. They just sort of sit there with their fingers up their nose. Yeah. They're they're not taking support away. They're not sitting there going, you know, like I said, posting on Taya Kennedy's. I don't see a bunch of people going, no, you're just a warlock. Stop. We know you're lying about being a traditionalist. We know you're lying about this stuff. Just stop come out make an apology video claim yourself to be a a, a, get yourself out of the uh traditional realm that you don't belong in you're never a part of you never was you wouldn't know a traditional if we came up and smacked you in the back of the head come out and just flat out say that i'm not part of this i understand this concepts and stuff is part of the traditional community and i'm slapping that label on myself when i'm not but i don't have to play by y'all's rules right no, you, uh, and I'm sorry for the traditional community. People like this is making us look bad. They're allowing people to speak evil of our good. I just met a woman this past weekend, lovely woman, who is working to get our credibility within the judicial system. Right. So we can work with prisoners back to where in the world it was because this stuff was happening back in the day. We took care of it. It destroyed our reputation. This woman has to had to work hard, and hopefully one day, here soon, we'll be able to do an interview with her. Yeah, we're working on that. <laughs> Got my fingers crossed. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, but I mean, even then, we, we just heard about this over this weekend. We've heard what the what was done. This is what oathbreakers do, and then it takes somebody to come in like this this lovely lady right now to have to work twice as hard. To get something we've already had. But no, no, no. Let's get rid of the word. Because if we get rid of the word, we get rid of the concept behind it. And we no longer have to worry about it. I was going to say, if you get rid of the word and the concept, then you also delete the consequences. Exactly. Because if we delete the consequences, if if warlock does not mean oathbreaker anymore, then why in the world do we even have it or refer to any of this stuff? So we got to get rid of that too. No, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, no, us traditionalists are not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. No, we never claim to be. We never claim to be. But this we agree on. If we do agree on nothing else. All right, so quit trying to change it. My question to y'all is for those who want to try to change this and change it to something else, why? Why do you want to get rid of the concept of keep your word? Yeah, I mean, that's one of our core concepts. All right. 
And the fact is that we need words to describe this process. What in the world's going on there? And changing the definition of those words is doing nothing more than a disservice to us as a community. These are our ethics. These are our standards. This is what we're going to live up to. Will we always succeed? No. But we will do our best. If you're sitting there and you've said you've gave your word and you're not willing to keep that word come hell or high water, you shouldn't have gave it to begin with. Right. Which that's, I mean, that's something that we've, we've tried to instill in all of our students and anybody who comes asking questions of us. We, we always try to instill that that's a core concept. It's something that if you can't keep your word, you can't do anything else. Right. You schedule appointment. I, I, okay, I'll, I will be there around that time. And then you have the whole military thing. If you show up on time, you're already late. Right. So in other words, show up early. Plan ahead. Yes, your GPS might say it only takes five minutes to get there, but as soon as you get on there, <laughs> that's when all the traffic's going to hit, and you're not going to give yourself enough time. Exactly. Something's going to happen. Something. I live places early because, you know what? Even with GPS, I always pass by the place if it's a new place I'm going to. Oh, absolutely. And then it takes forever to find it. So you show up early. What's wrong with this? I know I've showed up for job interviews for 15 minutes to 15 to 20 minutes early, and I'm almost certain that's what in the hell got me the job. Right. If they're going to show up like this for an interview, they're going to be on my doorstep every day going, what's next? What's next on the list? Okay. Teach me more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any of this making sense? Yeah. Anything you'd like to say? No, I think I've already said what I wanted to say. I mean, again, we're we're back to it's a core tenant. I'm trying to get people to understand. Forget about the word for a minute. Can we deal with the concept behind this? Right. Why was it so important? To give a name to an action like breaking your word. That there should be a moment maybe go, if they created a specific word for this, maybe we should pay it attention. It was that important. You would think. Yeah. If your politician gives a speech and gives certain metrics that you can measure and they don't get it, when they run again, get up there, look at it. You said you were going to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. You didn't. You lied. Why should we vote for you? What makes us think that you're not lying to us again? Right. That's what people don't understand. All it takes is one slip up. Sure it does, yeah. And so many people fall under the weight of a single straw. <laughs> wow, well, I haven't heard that analogy in a long time, but yeah. I mean, it's it's the truth. You know, I, I'm sorry. It destroys your reputation. It destroys you as an individual. You know, you got to start asking yourself some hard questions. Why did I think it was okay to break my word? Well, and then too, I mean, there's there's always a situation where you may have broken your word and you didn't mean to. Right. But you still need to own up to it. Well, if that happens, you need to you need to go to whoever it was you gave your word to. And work and, that out between y'all two. Right, and say, hey, look, I said I was going to do something. I didn't do it. 
Well, I mean, I'm, I'm back to, I, look, someone who keeps their word 95% of the time, I, I'm probably not even going to question them. It's going to be like, okay, shit happens. You told me about it, now let's move on. But you then try to redouble your effort not to break your word. Right. I mean, I, I always, every time I give my word to something. Well, you always think about it like this. Can I do it? Right. What if something happens? See, right. They, yeah, that's what I, that's where I was going with this. this. That's what I actually I think about those things. What am I giving my word to? Right. If chances are good that I'm going to be able to successfully keep my word on this and do whatever it was I said I was going to do, then I'll give my word to it. Right. If chances are not good, I'm not going to give my word to it because I don't want to be that person. And it's not that I'm concerned about what other people think about me. It's, it's a dignity right. thing for me personally. If I, if I can't keep my word, then I have no self-dignity. Well, I mean, we even talk about this, that we even believe that you have to keep your word even unto yourself. Right. So when you make them small little things in the middle of the night, yeah. Hey, you know what? Each morning I get up, I'm going to start drinking green tea or something. You know, right. I hate green tea. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not drinking green tea every morning. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That you're going to do this. You're going to have to do it. Right. You know, you're, you're accepting the responsibilities. You understand what in the world's there behind you. You're an adult. Yes. Things happen, yes. If you can't show up because your ox fell into a ditch, call up and say, hey, look, my ox in the ditch. As soon as I get it out, I'll be right there. They help out, whatever. Right. And if, it's been, if it has been a, a repetitive thing, you're going to call, you know, I know you, you would call somebody up and say, hey, look, I got to take care of this issue because it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Because so again, I'm not going to be there today, but I'm fixing it. <laughs> it's the not fixing it. It's allowing the problem to continue over and over again. Right. You're not, again, like I said, witches fix problems. You fix the problem. Right. There should be no need to go back and refix it. So, I mean, I, I'm sorry. If you're sitting there and you're giving your word and you realize in the back of your head, okay, maybe I can't do this come hell or high water, maybe you shouldn't give your word. Right. Because I, I think the world would be a whole lot different place if people kept the word. Well, and, and when they didn't, people walked away from them. When you have these crummy businessmen and stuff like that that play the game. Yes. And they, they just come out, no, technically they didn't lie, but uh, don't do business with them. How hard is that? Right. If you have a somebody out there claiming to be a witch and you caught them in breaking their word, then quit listening to them. Call them out and say, no, this is what you did. And if you broke your word here, why should I believe you ain't going to break your word anywhere else? Right. And you brought up something interesting. If it's, if you're doing business with someone and something like this happens, you're going to go out on Google reviews or Yelp or whatever else, and you're going to leave them a bad review. Exactly. We do. Why we, would you not do the same thing with a witch? I, thank you. We are supposed to be the craft of the wise. You're supposed to come to us for wisdom, not for spells and all this other stuff. We have to keep our words. Y'all have, the community have to trust us. Absolutely. All right. There is a standard that in the community we should not drop below. 
And if you do, yeah, there should be consequences for that. Why not? You know, I'm not saying, ooh, no redemption. What I am saying is, but there has to be something there. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point of having an ethic or a moral or a rule or something and just allowing people to break it? Maybe that's a topic for another episode. Creating those standards and... Living up to them. We understand there are times shit happens. Absolutely. We're not talking about those times. Well, and see, even even then, there's there's also been times when I've told somebody that I would do something, and, I, and I'm in the process of doing it, and I realize, okay, for whatever reason, I'm not going to be able to finish this. Well, I mean, there's a Maybe lot. Maybe there's, you know, some missing components that I, did, I just don't have for whatever reason. It, something's missing. Or you promise something in an act and you thought it would be easy, but it goes beyond your skill set. Right. But and then I, I go to that person and I admit my fault. But again, to me, you've, you've done, you probably gave the word, hey, look, I'll do what I can. Well, I was going to say, that's why a lot of times now, if I give my word to something, I will tell them, I will do as much as I can within my abilities. Right. There's a limitation put there. there there's, hey, look, I realize I have limitations on what in the world I know how to do, what in the world I don't know how to do, and I'm going to work within them. Right. But before I got to that point, there were times when something like that would happen and I couldn't finish it. I would, you know, but I would go to that person and say, hey, look, I'm at fault here because and, and what I can't they, finish this. And, and then I know some of them people looked at you, but you said you could do this. This is what you said you could do. Right. There are some people who were yeah. pretty belligerent about in that. Which, in which you then looked at and said, okay, if I look at no, I did exactly what I told you I'd do. I did it best as I could, and this is it. This is my. I've never done it before. I've let you know that up before. I'll give it a try. This is the end of what I can do. Right. That's that's exactly why I changed I, my wording when I said something. But notice how people start to act differently when you started to think about what you were saying and change your wording accordingly. Absolutely. When you sat there, and believe it or not, and a lot of people are going to think this is odd to sit there and go, oh, I'll try to do this or anything. You're literally saying, hey, this is your expectations. I'm not going to say I am going to get it done. I'm not going to say I will attempt it. Right. I'll attempt it. I will do the best of my ability. ability. And that's it. You've kept your word. And that's a little bit more, you know, because, again, the person you're saying that to already has it in their head. No, they're going to try. I realize that there might be a problem. I realize I might have to go by and check up on them. Right, but they're they're also realizing that there's the possibility that there are limitations. Well, yeah, that's I'm thinking, already included in that because. Well, I'm thinking about this, like from a supervisor point of view, you got somebody who does a certain job, and you're asking them to do something else. If they look at me, and go, look, I'll try to do the best I can. And if I look at him and say, oh, the expectation has already been set. Me going right. back up to him going, well, you said you were going to do all this is pointless because that's not what in the world they said they would do. Because as soon as you say that as a boss, that's exactly what in the world the employee turns around and says to you. Yes. That's not what I said. This is what I said. And they're absolutely right. Because I've seen that happen too. Quite a few times. So you have to listen as much as... So, I, I'm sorry, I wanted to throw that out, that the opposite is true there. <laughs> kind of flip the script. You've opposite, got to, yes. 
All right. You have to literally sit there and listen. You actually have to pay attention to what in the world people are saying. And hence the reason why in the world we talk about a lot is you have to even pay attention to the fact of which words are being used. Yes. Because I'm sorry, there are a lot of things where if you change one word in a sentence, it changes the meaning of the sentence entirely. And instead of people listening to what in the world people are promising, they're not, then they're getting mad, and then this is where a fight starts. No, this is what I said. You weren't paying attention. Right. Not my problem. Not my problem. Your faults are not my problem. No, I I can't help it that you didn't listen to what I said. I am only responsible for what I say, <laughs> not what you hear. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Peg and Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, a maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.